Friends, I've been thinking a lot about Romans 8.28 recently. If you don't know, that's the Bible verse that says, all things work together for good. Now, that's not all it says, but that's often the only part of it that gets quoted. In the church, we especially bring it up when someone is going through a hard time. And I think most of the time, we do it in a spirit of encouragement, as if to say, everything is going to be okay. Here's the thing. When we quote only that sliver of Romans 8.28, even in a spirit of encouragement, we miss and misrepresent the heart of the verse. In the first place, we exclude God from it. To be fair, I don't think this is entirely our fault. After all, God is not mentioned in the King James or New King James versions of Romans 8.28. And that's because there's an early manuscript that does not include the Greek word for God there. But I do think, looking at the context in which this verse sits, that God absolutely belongs there. In the verses leading up to Romans 8.28, the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit interceding for God's people. And then in the verses following, it mentions predestination, foreknowledge, calling, justification, and glorification, which are, of course, all works of God. So when we respond to a person or situation by shrugging and saying, all things work together for good, I think we, if only unintentionally, leave God out of it. Secondly, we exclude the people of God from it. In the New American Standard Bible, the whole of Romans 8.28 reads, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good, to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Simply saying all things work together for good ignores the fact that this work of God is exclusive for those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. But I think even the understanding that this is a work by God for those who love him and are called according to his purpose is incomplete. Here's why. If we look at this Greek word that is translated into causes in the New American Standard Bible and works in other versions, it comes from the word synergeo. It's where we get our English word synergy. And Thayer's Greek lexicon defines it this way, to work together, to help in work, to be a partner in labor, to put forth power together with and thereby to assist. So are we to understand then that God is working with things, helping things work, partnering with things, laboring with things, empowering things to do things? Here's the thing. There is no equivalent word for things in the Greek translation of this verse. The word panta for all is there, and panta is derived from a fairly inclusive Greek word, but at most the word things is implied, not directly stated. The New International Version includes a literal translation of Romans 8.28 in its footnotes that I really believe encapsulates the heart of this verse. It says, In all things, God works together with those 
who love him to bring about what is good with those who are called according to his purpose. I think this brings us to a more complete understanding of God's heart in this verse. Good is not only a work God does for those of us who love him and are called according to his purpose. Good is a work he does with us. I think this idea is supported both contextually, where in the verses leading up to this, we're presented with partnership with the Holy Spirit in prayer, right? And then again in the whole of scripture, where time after time, God calls men and women not to sit back and watch him work, but to take action in bringing about good things. I'm thinking specifically about Moses, who freed God's people and led them up from Egypt. Um, Nehemiah, who rebuilt Jerusalem. Esther, who saved God's people from genocide. And of course, Jesus' disciples, leaving their lives as they knew them behind in order to follow him. So why do we cling to an incomplete understanding of Romans 8.28? To put it very simply, it's easier. It requires nothing of us because at worst, things are just going to work out. And at best, God is going to work things out. We abdicate our responsibility. Here's the thing. If we abdicate our responsibility to partner with God in bringing about what is good, he will call us to account for it. If we're called according to his purpose, he expects us to walk according to his purpose. We need to start asking God when we wake up every day, Okay, God, how do you want me to partner with you to bring about what is good today? When someone comes to us because they're going through a difficult season, Okay, God, how do you want me to partner with you to bring about what is good for this person in this situation? When we hear the news, Okay, God, how do you want me to partner with you to bring about what is good in the middle of COVID-19, in the middle of economic downturn, in the middle of racial division and social unrest, in the middle of human trafficking, in the middle of pedophilia being normalized. And after we ask, we need to listen. And when God speaks, we need to act. And we need to act with confidence because we're working with him. This is partnership. This is collaboration with God.